Welcome to Like an Event Boss, your weekly events empowerment podcast with Carrie Abernathy and Juliet Tripp. Okay, welcome back to episode four of Like an Event Boss podcast with me, Juliet Tripp, and my fabulous co-host, Carrie Abernathy. Hello, hello. We are so excited that you've stuck with us for episode four. This is one which means a lot to me and it's something that I am always talking about, which is scaling your side hustle. I think so many of us within the world of events have learned to leverage all the different project management skills we've got, juggling things, budgeting, you know, working all the hours under the sun. But now we're understanding that actually that can turn into passion projects um, to drive a new revenue stream and just really kind of level up and take that next step to develop businesses, projects and more. Um Carrie, I'd love to jump right in. I know I always do this to you with a question on how would you, how would you define a side hustle? Oh my goodness. Well, I think you did a really good job, first of all, of framing everything because a side hustle can be anything that gets you to that next step. And we've had this conversation before. It doesn't have to be for monetary gain. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to fit any model. That's the really exciting thing about side hustles. It has to be, um, I guess, not your full-time job and something that you really desire and you really want to do. So you know, I'll, that's kind of low hanging fruit there and it doesn't really dive into all of the different ones, but that to me would be a side hustle. A hundred percent. And a side hustle doesn't need to be a full-time business. A side hustle can absolutely grow into a full-time business if mm-hmm. that is your intention. Right. But for so many of us, we balance both and we are in a similar situation in that we have full-time jobs, which we love but we also do other stuff on the side. Um, And and that balance is is a real big thing to talk about. And we will get into the nitty gritty of how we have actually managed to juggle both. But when would you say that you kind of just started up like doing other stuff, so to speak, and and tell us a little bit more about about your side hustles and how how they yeah came about. I guess this is so loaded. Okay, so I have been in the events industry for sixteen years now. This year, and I can't remember a time when I wasn't doing something else. And <laughs> I <you> know, hear. <laughs> part of it's my personality. Part of it's you know type A personality, a little ADD or ADHD, whatever it is. Have to always be doing like fifteen things. I'm the crazy person with twenty seven tabs open on my desktop right now. Um, I just love like learning and meeting people and networking and 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 and. Um, so a full-time job was never going to work for me, right? (laughs) It was, it's, it needed to, Mm -hmm. I needed, I need to have a full-time job. I needed to have a source of funding. I want, you know, I'm, I, again, I'm living my dream job. We've talked about this in other episodes. Like I have a dream job as my full-time job, but I always want more. And I think there's absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. And I'm sure we'll talk about like the balance because there's, there have definitely been companies that have not been thrilled by my side hustles. And then there have Mm 
women organizations that I've worked with that are fully behind my side hustle. And I that's where I'm at right now. So I am truly in the perfect balance, but I can commiserate with anyone out there right now who's having to hide the hustle on the side yeah. because that that is a real fact for many of us. But yeah, let's talk about my hustles. And I know you have probably 40 as well. Um <laughs> You know, I think in the beginning there was, again, there was always a hustle, right? There was always like, um, like a makeup company or a jewelry company or something like little at first on the side. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, like I want to, I want to do my own thing. And in 2015, um, you know, with a few other uh, women in the events world, we started up the Association for Women in Events. And that became the side hustle of hustles. I was executive director for a time. I was president. I was in all of the different roles. And it became my second full-time job. And I, you know, yeah, that's a real thing. The second full-time job. Mm Mm -hmm. And I I lived it. I owned it. I loved it. It was not for monetary gain whatsoever. It was about like connecting with and elevating women in the events industry. And it was, I I called it my baby. It was my baby, right? When the pandemic hit in 2020, um, as everything changed, so did the structure of AWE. Um, It went from a membership organization, a paid organization, to a free open Facebook community and resource resource page. So Mm. it had to shift. It changed. But guess what? My role there changed, and I found myself with a lot of free time on my hands in April of 2020. And my passion project was born. Uh, which I haven't talked about yet. I realized that in the introductory episode, I didn't even talk about it. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) It's my passion project. It's everything. It's a woman with drive. It's my blog that kind of ties together my love of leadership and golf and travel and everything into one nice little package. And from that blog came my speaking career and my uh, coaching side hustle and dot, 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 so many other things. And gosh, we just like talked about this offline. I have like some really big announcements and really big special projects Mm -hmm. along with this that I can't talk about, but it all came from a side hustle. And for me, you know, the reason I do it, not only is it like a passion project and I get to um, kind of put my thoughts and feelings in a safe space or to the world, I guess somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, like it's, it just drives me. It makes me wake up happy and excited and it just gives me like confidence and side hustles. Again, they don't have to be about money, right? It can be about fulfilling your life or Mm -hmm. living out your dreams or challenging yourself or trying something new or meeting new people, like whatever you want it to be, it can be. And that was, I'm sorry, everyone, the longest six minutes ever of me just getting excited about my side hustle. So I hope that answered your question, Juliet. (laughs) It answered the question and more. And this is it, like a side hustle has to light you up it has to give you that fire in your belly to get out of bed every day and like jump out of bed every day and I can wholeheartedly say that like I get you I get side hustles and I I totally have that feeling with you right there and I guess I followed a similar path in that I set up like my personal brand which has now grown into different side hustle streams so I mean yours is amazing I love a woman with drive I just think 
it's perfect and it really does sum up everything that you're about. Um, and for me, I kind of launched Juliet Trip Events and it's not an event planning company. Um, I'm not an independent planner. I'm not a freelancer um, running events because that's what my full-time job is. But actually it's my platform to share speaking, to share blogging, to to grow and progress and, and you know, empower others, which is now branched out into coaching. And that is just a love that I have and I just yeah I enjoy it so much and it truly lights me up and it does get me out of bed every morning and I wake up at five o'clock I'm a proud member of the 5am club just going strong because to have side hustles and to scale my side hustles into other streams of income which they are for me now um, I have to wake up early I have to get shit done and a lot of people say like your full-time job is your nine to five and your side hustle is your five to nine and then often uh, five to nine the other side as well (laughs) and here we are right now that is it like you sometimes you just have to hustle but side hustles are all about intention and they're about living your dream and your purpose and your passion in a way that suits you and your lifestyle and most importantly doesn't affect your full-time role which is absolutely key here and you've said um, which is great that your employers are very understanding of what you do and you know they they encourage that I guess Um, But do you have any advice for someone who might be in a full time role and wondering whether they might be able to manage a side hustle too? Yeah, because I've been on all of the different sides of it, right? I've I've definitely been um, thinking about exploring one and then reading through my handbook at work and realizing, realizing that position and that organization wouldn't let me do it. So that is such a letdown. I I always tell people that um, the best place to talk about a side hustle is actually during your interview. And that seems counterintuitive. It really seems counterintuitive. But, you know, you're selling yourself as the whole package to an organization. And and they're also selling themselves back to you. And part of that can be a discussion on work-life balance. Part of that can be a discussion about your hopes and your dreams and your future and the things that light you up. And I always tell people, when you're happy outside of work, you bring the happy and the good stuff to work. So if you I wouldn't work for an employer in the future that doesn't allow me to find the things that light me up, the things that make me most happy. Um, and you just have to set those boundaries. And I realize that we're in a time where it may not be easy to set, to want to set those boundaries or be able to set those boundaries, but you'll find that people are a lot more flexible and give you a lot more grace than you expect. And that comes with transparency because I have definitely tried to hide the hustle before mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. employers. And I will tell you 99% of the time that is not going to work in your favor. And, you know, people appreciate the honesty, they appreciate the transparency and you, you deserve that in your life too. You know, you deserve that transparency. You deserve not to hide any part of your life from any other part of your life. I I can't say that emphatically enough. This is when I wish we were on video because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm like yelling into my mic. And so I, I feel really strongly about that after having lived through so many situations where I loved my side hustle and I loved my full-time job and I couldn't marry them together and find ways to make them both work for me and for my employers, quite frankly. Um, mm-hmm. Because a side hustle, you you never know when your employer will find your side hustle beneficial for you and beneficial for their organization. And yeah. 
um, the organizations that have, and companies that have been behind me the most for my side hustles have been like, this is amazing in your role. How great is it that you have this network, that you build this network, that you're sourcing the latest and greatest event ideas. And you're in the forefront of looking at new technologies and dot, dot, dot. They think it's great. And that's wonderful that they have that spin on it. But if you go to a place where someone doesn't realize that, that's the spin you need to put on it so that you can have your hustle. I love this. And I love that we're so on the same page with this. And I have been there. I have worked some fantastic jobs, which I have loved. However, they have not understood I guess the concept of a side hustle Mm -hmm. and right now you know we're in 2021 it's becoming a lot more frequent people are realizing and I think 2020 has certainly taught me that I am no longer comfortable relying on one stream of income um, Mm -hmm. and not setting myself up even if you know right now your side hustles aren't necessarily bringing in revenue they easily could and that's the thing like you can overnight something happens you can just quickly um, pivot those and you can start to bring in income which is amazing and you can set yourself up for that and and side hustles don't need to start and mine didn't you know I have done so 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 many free speaking gigs I still do um, until you know since I got my first paid speaking gig now yeah I do often get paid to speak but it's a balance and you have to it, you have to play the long game with side hustles. They're not necessarily going to just make you a quick buck because you have to build that up. Yeah, I, I, I love that you said that because I believe for for me, at least that a side hustle should, you know, put a light and shine a light on your passion, but they should also be strategic and set you up mm-hmm. for whatever success will come next for you in, in your life, professionally, personally, yeah. whatever that is, how it will develop you, how, how it will grow your network, how it will grow your financial situation. You know, it should always be strategic as well as something that you really love. Why not, you know, have it set up for, for that. And you're right. You know, if I, if something happened, um, you know, gosh, I really hope it doesn't. But if something happens, I have scaled this brand and this side business and a platform for a different, uh, for a pivot, for a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that's really exciting for me to say. It's really empowering as a woman for me to feel that way. Yeah. That there's not yeah. a single career path that I can, that I have many talents that I, I can, um, you know, make money or or become anything that I want to. And that is how your side hustle should make you feel. Yes. Yes. This is so true. So true. And yeah, and you've got to be able to realize what it's going to take to strategize, start and scale your side hustle. And just to get real for a minute, you need to know your limitations Mm -hmm. because if you are being paid, um, you know, a a full-time job, a full-time salary, which is paying your bills and you are in that job 40 hours a week, 35 hours a week or whatever it is, you need to be giving your 100%. And if you feel like some of that needs to give, then maybe full-time work isn't for you. And maybe you should look at a freelancing career because I know that I'm confident that I excel in my career and my role. And that is why I'm able to put the hours in to start side hustles, to build, um, to build 
you know, businesses, I feel like mm-hmm. I can say now business on the side, because I'm still giving my all. And if I woke up one day, and I felt like I could no longer give my full time job, um, the energy that it deserves, then that's when I would have to really consider my situation. And that is, you know, mm-hmm. that's the reality, because side hustles sound glamorous to a lot of people. Um, and they can be. <laughs> But they're hard work. Okay. I was going to swear then, hard work. <laughs> I just wrote hard work down and underlined it 14 times. Um, you're, and th- that is such a good point, Juliet, because your full-time job deserves all of you. Just mm-hmm. like your family deserves all of you. Just like your passions deserve all of you. And there is a real balance between you know your full-time job, being good at it, showing up every day, not being um, distracted, and then where you give your energy after that point. Because your family does need you and you will have commitments, other commitments. So you do have to make sure that you have the energy and you do have the time and you do have the everything so that you don't hit a burnout. Because when you burn out on your side hustle or with your family or in your personal life, again, it's going to affect your full-time job. And it all kind of loops back around to those who take care of you and those who fund you. You definitely don't want to bite the hand that feeds you while you're growing your personal life or your personal brand or whatever else. So that was such a good point. Yeah. And to go on from that, it takes a hell of a lot of discipline to have a side hustle because as soon as things start to get exciting, you will get tempted to be, you know, checking other emails whilst you're working or taking a call during the working day. And yes, your employer might be on board with things, but at the end of the day, you need to know when is the time for side hustle and when is the time for work? And sometimes the two can marry themselves together very well. And you might be lucky enough to have an employer who will let you like take calls at lunchtime or kind of cross, you know, cross work the two together or make up the hours somewhere else. But you need to know at what point those two positions can fit together if they can and if they can't how are you setting yourself up how are you planning your week to allow both of those things to work um, in parallel to each other Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And that's the, that goes back to that transparency piece. You know, yeah. you're going to feel better when you have all of that transparency, when everything is out on the table, it's going to free up your mind, it's going to keep you from burnout, it's going to keep you from guilt and a lot of other feelings. If you have yeah. those honest conversations, you set those boundaries with yourself, with your employer, with your your side hustle, um, and, and everything else. So I, I feel that deeply. Yeah. And it is really liberating as well, because I've been in the past um, in positions where I wouldn't say I was necessarily hiding my side hustles, but I wasn't being open about it because I thought, well, it's fine. I'll just I'll carry on. I don't think, you know, that employer necessarily understood that I could do both. They maybe didn't realize my potential or what a hard worker I was in that sense. But I've gained nothing from it. Whereas now, like my um, my employers know that I speak a lot at industry events, for example. And this is, it's great all round because it's showcasing our business's expertise with events also. It's getting our brand name out there, but it's also increasing my confidence. Um, it's letting me articulate myself, be a thought leader in my field, position myself as a thought leader. And then with that comes all the skills that you learn around speaking. Again, with coaching, mm-hmm. like I can bring that into my role. I can bring it into, you know, everything that I'm doing at work or with direct reports to grow my career, to grow my leadership skills. It is twofold. It's just it can all it can all support each other. But you've got to look at 
how you can do that and how you can actually pick the right side hustle for you um, and, and pick the bits of your career that it can support because it can absolutely drive you forward. And I don't think that I'd be able to be in the senior position that I am in now if I hadn't taken on additional side hustle work, if I hadn't invested in myself and, um, you know, learn new skills through my side hustles I would not be at the point in my career that I am so that's a success story it is I love it and it is about how you sell it with your employer and it is how it can be beneficial to them and to you and clearly it's been beneficial to you you're incredible I'm sure your employer appreciates all of the skills and value over you know I've seen you evolve over the last year or so even and you know it it can change you for the better it can benefit your employer so there it's a win-win it can be a win-win you just have to frame it correctly yes yes it can be. Thank you. And I'm so proud of you. And I just, I love everything you're doing. And I can't wait to hear the exciting news and for that to break. Maybe it'll even break on a podcast episode. I, I think it will. I think it's going to happen tomorrow, maybe. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Oh. Okay. Okay. Epic, epic, epic. So with growing, with scaling, with being entrepreneurs, there are a lot of wins, but there are also some losses and some failures. So I think we should get real for a second and talk about the shit that's gone wrong and how actually side hustles sometimes don't work out the way you planned. Um, I've probably got a couple of examples of that, but have you got any examples where it's just not worked out right? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Gary Abernathy has a tendency to jump into things without a business plan just because she really gets excited. Uh, <laughs> I talk about the fail version of me in third person, I guess. No, um, it, yeah, I, gosh, I get excited about stuff and I jump in all the time. And then when I take a step back and I, I look at it strategically, it doesn't always work. Um, a woman mm-hmm. with drive actually was a dive in head first, not think about what it could be. Thank goodness it, it could could become and will become and has become so many different things. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think really everything, I'll take the lessons that we've learned, right. Um, Mm. be transparent, think about your capacity in your life outside of your full-time job. Think about, you know, what the clear benefits are for you. Think about what the clear benefits are to your employer. Think about if it is a passion project, if you can scale it to be uh, monetizable at some point. Um, Just think about all of those things thoughtfully first. And Mm -hmm. and that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why we're friends because we just get excited and dive right in. And that's basically the birth story of this podcast (laughs) it worked it's worked so far so stick with us future episodes to see how it's going (laughs) but yeah I completely concur with that and I've had opportunities where um I've sort of taken on like freelance work event work this is going back like five six years now and I was doing it alongside an already demanding job and I could balance things but actually what had to give was like my time with my family time with my um then boyfriend now husband and like being able to actually give myself 
fully to my personal life as well as my professional life. This is like a mistake of being in my fairly early 20s, thinking I was invincible and doing it all. And actually, I didn't really gain much at all from that. Um, A bit of experience, but not the kind of experience that I'm, you know, I'm working in now, just sort of different event roles that just didn't light me up and yeah and I've learned now and I don't say yes to everything do not say yes to everything yes yes oh my gosh (laughs) as I scream yes at you (laughs) no no like that that I literally just wrote that down Juliet um you know early on I said yes to everything because I thought any anything and everything that came my way was good right? Mm -hmm. Like anything I could do to expand my brand or get a side hustle or make a little extra money or help with a project or learn something. It was a yes, yes, yes. And there's definitely a space for the yes. And I know that's a big thing right now. I, I very much get that, but I very much believe that there is a space for no. Mm -hmm. And knowing what your no is will take you everywhere. I think it has taken me further than the yes. And um, maybe that's a controversial statement. No, but... <laughs> I love this. I love this. Yeah, yes. there it is. I'm putting it out there to the events world. Maybe the no can be better than the yes. Do you know what? Tomorrow you're going to see that on Instagram quote posts everywhere. Yeah. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Harry Avanti, yes. 2021. <laughs> the no is better than the yes. Yeah. Um, the no. Yeah. 2021. I like, the no. Yeah, you have to to say no because actually saying no to things can bring so many more opportunities and I have learned the hard way and we will be talking further along along the line about stuff like burnout but saying no is really in my eyes stepping into your power and it's showing the world what you can show up for wholeheartedly and what actually is no longer serving you or what someone else can do better than you. And it's just really owning yourself. We talk about owning your niche and owning what you are here on this planet to do. And I have said no to a lot of speaking opportunities recently because they don't align with my goals or they don't align with my power topics. So generally, if you need a speaker for your event and you're looking for someone on personal development, event strategy, or being an international event prof, I'm your girl. If you need someone on sustainability, it's not that I don't appreciate sustainable events. I absolutely do. But there are a hundred other event professionals of which many I could recommend to do that better because it's not going to lead to my goals. And I would not be selling myself in the right way if I said yes to that opportunity because I could not give my all. I love it. Recognize your superpowers, you know, recognize what you're great at and what somebody else is great at and elevate them. And that will change your life too. Wow. This is a life changing episode. This is. I can't wait to see the businesses that are born from this episode. No, it's just a little too much caffeine on my part, but still like I believe in everything we're talking about here. I think we could talk about it for easily another hour or two. Yeah, I think so. We might have to do like scaling your side hustle version two at another point because we can't fit everything in, unfortunately. But I did just want to give you a bit of a very quick rundown into money mindset, because if you are listening to this episode and you're thinking of, you know, taking your side hustle to the next level and monetizing it, you can absolutely do that. Set goals, be strict with yourself in those goals 
and what they are, but actually realize that you might need to take a slightly different path to get there. Um, You know, write down, write down the amount of revenue that you want to be bringing in from your side hustles, you know, write it on a blank check, stick it on your wall and imagine it and you can move towards that because subconsciously you'll be working out what you can say yes to, what you can say no to, to bring that amount of income in. And, you know, always look at this with an abundant mindset as well. There is plenty to go around. Money is an energy and I'm not going to go all, all, all woo woo on you because no one needs that. <laughs> but but money is an exchange of energy. And like there is plenty of it to go around. Do not think that you are not worthy of bringing in extra income. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to a point where I'm now like unapologetic and confident in selling myself and my services because I know that I do an incredible job of coaching event professionals, for example, or speaking at events. And I know what to say yes to, I know what to say no to, and I know my limitations. So if you are looking at monetizing, if you are looking at bringing in maybe a passive income or an additional income, you absolutely have the potential. Um, know where your expertise is mm-hmm. and know how you can you can drive that forward and tell the world about it. Mm, that's so good. I mean, what I wrote from that was know your value and... Mm-hmm. I fully believe that if there's anything else you can do, you can do all the market research, you can do, you can have all of the passion, but until you know your value, you're not going to monetize correctly. No. And, you know, own, own your value. Um, I know a lot of us want to discount and I know a lot of us are worried about asking for X, Y, and Z in difficult times and pandemic times and dot, dot, dot. The world's going to keep going. The world's going to need you and your talent and someone will be willing to pay mm-hmm. that, that price. So if they, if they aren't, then they're not the client for you. Um, it's not about selling yourself. It's about finding your value and finding the right match for your value. Yes, I love this. Know your worth and then add tax. Know your worth and add tax. Because as women, like we're conditioned to to not sell ourselves as much as men are. And this isn't a feminist podcast at all, but just to put it out there, like, you know, keep knowing your worth and know your value and know what you have to offer. Right. Ah, oh, so good. Chill. So good. Chills. And breathe. And breathe. And um <laughs> so much to share on side hustles I think we're going to have to revisit this in the future but I hope that for those of you listening um, you've learned something new you've learned a bit of inspiration you know we will tackle side hustles in a different way to other people and we know the hustle we know the grind and we know all the behind the scenes um, you know the glamour and the not so glamorous side of having side hustles um, so do reach out to us. Make sure you find us on Instagram at like an event boss to share your side hustle ideas with us. We'd love to hear. And as we end every episode with a thought for you, a mantra, a bit of inspiration, I'm going to hand it over to Carrie to give you that takeaway message and to close off the episode. Perfect. All right. Look, here it is. <clears throat> Manifestations are real. Um, I really believe in them. Our current thinking shapes our future. Our words have power and we individually have the power to change our frame of mind, ourselves and our futures, whether it's through a side hustle or not. Right. And that should be exciting. That excites me. I hope it excites all of you. This was a really fun episode. So we can't wait to see you next week. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone.